This is Rush to Reason. You are going to shut your damn yapper and listen for a change because I got you pegged, sweetheart. You want to take the easy way out because you're scared. And you're scared because if you try and fail, there's only you to blame. Let me break this down for you. Life is scary. Get used to it. There are no magical fixes. With your host, John Rush. My advice to you is to do what your parents did. Get a job first. You haven't made everybody equal. You've made them the same, and there's a big difference. Let me tell you why you're here. You're here because you know something. What you know you can't explain, but you feel it. You felt it your entire life, that there's something wrong with the world. You don't know what it is, but it's there. It is this feeling that has brought you to me. Are you crazy? Am I? Or am I so sane that you just blew your mind? It's Rush to Reason with your host, John Rush. Presented by High Five Plumbing, where every call ends with a high five. All right, we were uh, trying to get a guest lined out for this hour. In fact, I promoted it. It's the uh, wrote a book, Big Intel, how the CIA and FBI went from Cold War heroes to deep state villains. I'll do my best to get uh, Mr. Waller back on, but we have not heard from him, and he was calling us, so I will do my best to get that uh, rebook because I do want to talk to him at some point. But as I always say, the show goes on, which in this particular case, enough of you have been texting in about the last conversation on DIA, airports, airports around, and so on, that I can continue on with that for a little bit. So if you've got any comments or things you'd like to add to the conversation about DIA or just the you know public transportation, especially airline transportation, whether it be Cheyenne, Colorado Springs, here in Denver, you name it. And again, keep in mind, we've, we do have an airport on the Western Slope. Grand Junction has one, although most of those flights will hop back over to DIA and then leave out of there. Colorado Springs does have some direct flights, but even a lot of their flights will hop back to DIA. Cheyenne, even if you go there, a lot of their flights will hop down to DIA. So with Denver being as big as it is, a lot of the flights still originate, come and go out of here on all of your, you know, on all of your larger legs, international and so on, and it's an international airport, of course, and you have to get here. So a lot of the other airports will shuttle, quote-unquote, flights here, and then you go back, you know, you go back home that same way. Now, somebody else mentioned that DIA, which is the largest land mass airport, I believe, in the world. I believe there might be one bigger, but I think DIA is the largest as far as land capacity goes. In other words, the, the land owned around the airport. And yet, and yet. Still has the crappiest parking. And if I was someone coming and going where you had to rent a car, some of the crappiest rental car ends of things there is. Why they didn't back in the day, because the trend was already starting back then, why they didn't build a common terminal for rental cars in Denver and why that's not even being on the books right now is beyond me. They can make that money back. They do it through the charges that happen on your rental car fees and so on. So the reality is at the end of the day, it wouldn't cost the city anything to do that. Why we don't have a common uh, rental car area like you have in other parts of the country, Las Vegas, et cetera, is beyond me. It's Again, it's another debacle at DIA that I've never understood and in, in why they do it the way they do it. Mark and Black Forest, you're next. Hey, John. Hey, Mark. Debac- debacle, that's a good word. 
It is an absolute debacle, Mark. And, 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 but as you know, that's what happens when you let cities run things. That's what happens. Yeah. I had a slightly different question for you. Sure. I know you fly a lot. Do you think it would be better if all airlines loaded the back of the plane first? Yes. I, I never understand. You know, they let first class on first, and then everybody's got to stumble over them. Yeah, they of course they do that so those folks can get on and have their you know their drink or this or whatever else they get. United has switched things up. I've not been on a United flight to know exactly how they do it, but in their case, they're loading like what you're talking about, Mark. They claim they can save two to three minutes load time per flight, which if you add all that up over the course of a year ends up adding up very, very quickly. But they claim they can save a lot of money. They're going to go back to the whole, if you're on a window seat, you load first, middle seat second, back of the plane first, so on and so forth. So I think United is going to go ahead and do what you're talking about. Good, good. Looking forward to it. The problem is, and this is where I think it's not going to work. I'll throw this at you. Because everybody brings everything but the kitchen sink on the airplane anymore because the bag fees and so on. So unless United does some sort of a Southwest where you get so many bags free, the problem, Mark, is all of the people that have paid a higher price ticket to sit in the front of the plane will find themselves with no place to put their luggage because all the knuckleheads that went to the back first use the front space because they run out. So then the luggage just keeps getting pushed forward and forward and forward to the point that the guy that actually paid the premium seat has no place to put his kit than the guy in the back of the bus does. Yeah, I agree with that. And so I don't know how that's going to work out in the case of, of United, because unless they control where those bags go in the overhead bins, I don't see that one panning out. That's ridiculous. Okay. Yeah, it's, um, I don't know. It's, it's a toss-up between efficiency and, I guess, human nature. Well, and I'm, I'm one, Mark, where I, at the end of the day, I don't quite understand. I get the airlines. They got these big bag fees back in the day. A lot of that started back, you know, gosh, all the way back. What, they've been doing bag fees, Mark, now for, what, 20-plus years, I want to say. The reality is they've been around a while. At the end of the day, I don't see how that benefits them because the people still drag all their crap on the airplane anyways. Why not reduce the amount of things going in the overhead by letting them have free bags? Absolutely. Yeah, they need to incentivize people to put it down in the belly. Right. Um, I mean, and, and, and by the way, as you know, know, Mark, that's not, for not safety. everybody's in a big hurry. Yeah, it's for safety yeah. and all sorts of things. And, and I get There's some people that want to carry on. They don't want to wait, wait around the carousel once they get there, which, again, if they could speed that process up, I think more people would be. So two things. Incentivize people to put that luggage in the belly of the plane through whatever you know whatever means you need to do that in. But on the same token, Mark, once the plane lands and you start getting that luggage off, why does it take a half an hour to get to the carousel? Right. It's yeah. not that big a deal. Why does it take so long? I don't know. I need to put Amazon in charge. Or oh, something. he's something along those lines, you know. I mean, and I know the old automated belt system that or, uh, that United had didn't work out. There's got to be a better way to do that, Mark. Yeah. Yep. That's. Uh, I don't know. It's got to be a better way. I appreciate you, Mark, as always. Thanks for the call. And, yeah, I don't have all of the answers on that, although I do fly enough and watch enough of how this goes. And the reality is there's a lot of people that get on an airplane that, frankly, shouldn't be there in the first place. They don't have the foggiest idea what they're even doing, and and they, they need training. 
we should have mandatory training classes before you board a plane so you know exactly what you're supposed to do as you're getting on, as you're getting off, and so on. The other, as I'm on it, I might as well just say it. I was thinking of this last night. One of the other biggest pet peeves I have is when you're waiting around the carousel for your bags to show up, which I'm typically one of the first ones there because I don't dink around. I know how to get off the plane and go down there and get my stuff. My pet peeve is you're there. You've kind of marked out your space, your territory, if you would. You're waiting for your bags to come off, and you know, lo and behold, some knucklehead jerk has to run up and grab the bag and about knock you over in the process. And I'm thinking, you know, you could just go to the other side of me and wait for it to keep coming around. You're not going to change anything by doing what you're doing. But again, they don't do that because I guess they're in, they're more important than everybody else. Jeff in Weld County, you're next. Hey, John, I just caught the tail end of that conversation about checking the bags and that. Um, you know, the last couple of years, one one trick that I've found is I just carry carry-on size bags and take it to the gate with me yep. because every flight I've been on in the last two years, they're asking for volunteers to check their bags for free. And that, that happens on a lot of flights, and, and I can't, you know, I, I can't argue that. Um and, you still have to deal with the headache of... And if I didn't travel with a with a woman, my wife, Jeff, I would do the exact same thing. <laughs> <laughs> and you, you're laughing because you know what I mean. Yeah, but, you know, you could always just tell her that you'll... If she gets everything in a carry-on, you'll buy her new stuff when she gets there. Uh, you, know, I th- you know what? I might just try that. Well, and she's probably listening now, so when I get home tonight, I'll see how well that goes, Jeff, because you know what? I, I would be in for that because it would speed things up immensely. <laughs> All right, John. You're a good man, Jeff. <laughs> Appreciate you very much, and he is spot on. We'll be right back. Hi-Fi Plumbing is next, folks. And whatever you're looking to do to your home, and ma- whether it be just routine maintenance, you've got a problem, something's happened, you've got a pipe that broke, you've got a leaky faucet, and you're just not, you know, plumbing isn't in your wheelhouse, give High Five a call today. 877-WE-HIGH-FIVE. Freezing temps are on their way, and High Five Plumbing wants to make sure that your pipes are prepared for it. If you have faucets on outside walls that are prone to freezing, open the cabinets where possible and make sure your home stays warm enough to keep them working properly. Leave water dripping when you can to keep it flowing through the pipes, especially on exterior walls. If you think you might have a freezing problem, call High Five now before it freezes or you run the risk of water freezing solid, blocking High Five plumbers from helping you until it thaws out completely. If you've had family visiting, they've undoubtedly pointed out all of the loose fixtures, drippy faucets, and fixes you've been putting off. And one call to High Five can fix them all. So reach out to High Five Plumbing today to make your home winter ready by going to klzradio.com slash plumbing. Veteran windows and doors, and through the month of January, still got a couple of days left to call on this. 45% off entry doors and 40% off windows. Call Dave today, 303-529-0720. Veteran windows and doors simplifies and streamlines your new window installation. They will alleviate the scheduling issues of a multi-window installation by completing the entire process for you typically within two days. And veteran windows and doors follow stricter installation guidelines than what is required in the industry because that is their business model. To do right by you, the customer. 
Veteran makes sure every window is properly flashed, insulated, and sealed so you can be 100% confident in a job done right every time. Veteran's crew consists of vetted, trusted, and insured technicians so you know you will always be in good hands. They also offer a five-year installation guarantee. This month, they will take 40% off both product and installation when you buy eight or more windows. Start saving today by going to klzradio.com window. That's klzradio.com window. All right, Bruce Simmons, he is next. He is a reverse mortgage professor. He is the expert on reverse mortgages. And if you want to know how one works and whether it would work for you, give him a call today. Find him at klzradio.com. A reverse mortgage is not the impossibility you once thought. If you're properly prepared, KLZ's reverse mortgage expert, Bruce Simmons, can uniquely provide the expertise and advice that you need to eliminate your mortgage payment and do what you've always doubted could be done, give you more cash flow. Of course, you still need to pay your own property taxes and insurance, but eliminating your principal and interest payment will allow you to live a more financially comfortable lifestyle in your retirement. By calling Bruce to help you get this going now, you can move forward before additional rate increases take effect, and he can always help you go back and get more money when interest rates start to ease. Don't assume. Call the expert we trust for real and honest advice about your reverse mortgage. Call Bruce Simmons today at 303-467-7821. That's 303-467-7821. Or schedule online now at klzradio.com slash reverse. NMLS 409914. American Liberty Mortgage is an equal housing lender. Putting reason into your afternoon drive. This is John Rush. And we are back. Rush to Reason, Denver's Afternoon Rush, KLZ 560. Sticking on or sticking with our whole DIA travel topic because there's tons and tons of text messages coming in on this. Some, Some of you say we need a dress code. For traveling on a plane. I've said that for a long time. Yes, we do. Because it's getting to the point where what people wear, I mean, I am not exaggerating in the least. And Charlie would know me this way. I wouldn't go out of the house looking like most of these people do. Nonetheless, travel and get on an airplane. I, I, I just couldn't lower myself. And yes, I mean that sincerely. I wouldn't lower myself to that point to where I'm wearing jammies on the airplane. Folks, I don't care how comfortable you think you need to be. I'm not wearing jammies on the airplane. To me, you need a little class. And frankly, I do feel this. The classier you're dressed, you don't have to wear a three-piece suit. But the classier you're dressed, the better you get treated by airline staff. And I I don't know if that's – I mean, there's been studies done on that. I've read some different things here on air even in the past. I think subconsciously – when you're sharply dressed, and no, you don't have to be in a three-piece suit, but you know, you've know you got a collared shirt, long sleeve, whatever. You know, you're wearing nice slacks or jeans even, but you just look nice. Are the airline staff going to take better care of you than if you're wearing your, your gym shorts and your jammies? I think they do, actually. And on top of that, can you, can you at least comb your hair? That's my other pet peeve. I mean, come on, people. If you want to wear jammies, okay, but can you at least comb your hair? You look like a ragamuffin. I mean, literally, just comb your hair. At least do a little bit of personal grooming before going to the airport and climbing on the airplane. I don't care if it's 3 a.m. I don't care what time of the day it is. Have a little bit of personal dignity and clean yourself up before getting on the airplane. 
Now, I would apply that to the bus, the airplane, just being in public, going to the grocery store even. I guess I'm an absolute weirdo. I would never, ever, ever think of leaving my house with my hair uncombed. Never. And it's never happened. Not in my entire life. Now, have I ever gotten up in the middle of the night, thrown on a ball cap, and gone and plowed snow? Well, that's different. I'm not seeing anybody. Yes, I have done that in times. Rarely. Only in emergencies have I ever really even done that. And even then, I'm fully dressed, clothed, got a ball cap on. And frankly, considering how most everybody else look, I'm still dressed above them. We have gotten into this day and age where everybody looks like a slob. It's no wonder the rest of the world makes fun of us. You look like a slob half the time. Not my listeners, but others. You know what I mean by that. I I don't understand it. we, We have lost all sense of class. Maybe that's the way the word I should use. Personal dignity, class, whatever you want to call it. We've lost all class in this country. And that's not to be highfalutin saying you got to go out and spend a bunch of money on a wardrobe and so on. But good gravy, can you dress up a little bit? You know, is, do people just go through their closet before flying and say, okay, what's the worst outfit I own? I'm wearing that. What's my ugliest, dirtiest, nastiest thing I own? Yeah, I'll wear that. And off we go. I'm not joking. Half the time they don't even match. I learned that like in first grade or less. You know, what matches? Plaids and stripes don't match, by the way. Certain colors don't match. Certain certain shades of colors don't match. Man, go down the list. I mean, it's not that difficult. And no, you don't have to be a fashionista to wear something where you look halfway decent on the airplane. But literally, as Americans, we've, we've become just this whole country of slobs, in my opinion. I, I know not everybody, because all of you listening aren't that way. But in general, we've entered into a day and age where I'm afraid everybody's a slob. I, I, I don't get it. So somebody said, yeah, you could do a dress code, but you can't fix stupid. Well, no, you're right about that. As much as I would like to have a dress code, you're right. You can't fix stupid. You just can't do it. I, anyways, I, I could go on and on. I won't. Mike, you're next. Go ahead. <laughs> Speaking of slob, I, I just, I mean, that triggered something immediately. Like, uh, lightning flash yesterday. I was in King Supers and uh, this young girl and this guy, and the guy was wearing this lime green thing. It was like a coat, but he looked like, uh, Mr. Grinch. Oh, boy. Yeah, <laughs> and of course he had you know these these whatever colored uh, pajama bottoms on. I just I mean I and Mike and I go back in time and look at you know we were just you know, spent some time with my wife's family and her grandmother you know is a hundred years old to be hundred one this summer and she's got old pictures she gets out and so on I mean even people that were outside taking pictures. This was probably, I don't look like probably summertime. And this is back probably during the Depression, Mike, when people didn't have a lot. And these people are dressed nicer than the people you're talking about. Oh, gosh, yes. Um, yeah, it's, it's kind of funny. My parents, I don't know if they got this from their parents, they didn't like their their picture being taken. And I kind of inherited that. I did, too. I'm, I'm, I'm of that. I'm did of you? that. Yeah, yeah, I'm of that ilk as well. 
Yeah, that's why there's this craze of the selfie. You know? Yeah, I'm not a selfie guy. My wife will tell you that. Uh, I just do not be in it, Mike. I'm good. I'm good. Where I'm good without yeah. being in the picture. Yeah, it's probably, probably why you know some, somebody said earlier they didn't see me at the auction. They were looking. Yeah, because I do my best when I can see the TV cameras on. And I do my best to be out of the picture. Oh yeah. Well, I mean, uh, hopefully Lauren Bobert is learned that by now. Yeah, I, I don't want to be in that limelight, Mike. No thanks. No, no, and I mean, um, um, what the heck is I reading? Um, oh, I guess more airports are using facial recognition. Oh, yes, they are. They most definitely are. Absolutely. We we actually had a little security check where that's exactly what they did with my wife going through uh, on the way back from Phoenix. They they did you know just you know you randomly got to do a security check kind of a thing. Blah blah blah. And that not really all it was was facial recognition against. What they had recorded, and of course, everything matches, and we move forward. But yeah, that's exactly happening. You're right. Yeah, um, you you made that right turn when you should not have. That's right. And and that camera caught you, and now you owe a five hundred dollar fine. If you don't pay it, uh, we'll throw you in jail with yep. the January sixth insurrection. Yeah, no, you're you're right, and then that's where you know you're you're there's a line between being safe and being. Too safe, maybe, is the right word, Mike. In other words, we give up freedom for security, which I don't ever want to do. Yeah, yeah. And um, was it Lincoln, or um, I'm sorry, Benjamin Franklin said that. Right. Um, yeah, I, yeah, I, I uh, am, I am. you know me, I'm one where I will take my freedom over the security. I'll handle the security on my own, not a problem. Yeah, I, I, I want policing, but I don't want to live in a police state. Correct. There you go. Yep. Neither do you. Sounds like. No, okay, I am the same as you. No, you're well, Mike. I appreciate that. Spot on. No, I appreciate that. And again, lots of text messages coming in on this topic, which I appreciate very much. I was going to talk about a topic which I may have to come back to later tonight or tomorrow, and and I'm going to quiz Charlie really quick because I guys I've driven a lot over the years. Been driving in Colorado my whole life, so I've had a license. I got to do the math. I don't even know. I got to go back. I've had a license since I was 16 and started driving with a permit even long before that and started paying attention to traffic rules and so on long before that. So when it came time to drive, I knew exactly what I would be doing and so on. Yes, I was a weird kid. Regardless. Charlie, did you know that until now, and I don't know when this law changed, but until 2024, you didn't have to come to a complete stop on a red light? I always thought that that was the law. You had to stop on a red light. Well, evidently not, because there's a new law in Colorado that will change that, and from now on, you have to come to a complete stop. So here's the new law. It's called the RTOR, right turn on red rule. Stop completely. Don't roll through the stop sign or treat it as a yield sign. Come to a full stop before even considering turning right. By the way, that's the way I thought. That's how I was raised. When I took my driver's test, that's what you had to do way back in the day. I didn't know that it ever changed. Look both ways. Don't assume the absence of oncoming traffic. Scan both sides of the intersection for vehicles, bicycles, and pedestrians. Again, that's how I was taught to drive as a young boy. Yield to pedestrians. Of course, pedestrians have the right-of-way, regardless of whether they're in the crosswalk or not. Stop and allow them to cross safely before turning. Use turn signals. Communicate your intentions clearly by using the appropriate turn signal to indicate your right turn. Last, stay alert and cautious. Defensive driving is key. Be aware of your surroundings. Anticipate potential hazards and adjust your speed accordingly. Charlie, I thought all these years, I guess I've been doing it wrong because I thought that's how you're supposed to do it. 
Oh, and, yeah, and thank you, Charlie, for the reminder. None of that applies to bicycle riders. You, you are correct on that. Now, here, are, here are we're going to address some common confusions. The new RTOR, right, turn on red, rule may spark confusion or misinterpretations. So here's some things to clarify. Rolling stops are not permitted. I didn't think they ever were. I was so confused by this, Charlie, when I was reading this this morning that I'm thinking, I, I must have lived in a cave all these years because I never knew they changed. So rolling stops are not permitted. You must come to a complete stop. It's mandatory. Well, yeah, I thought it always had been. And by the way, this says even if no traffic is coming. I thought that's always been that way. Failing to yield to pedestrians is a traffic violation with potential penalties. Again, I always thought it was that way from day one. I was I got my license that way. The new rule applies to all intersections with red lights unless explicitly exempted. No more assumptions. Check for signage if unsure. Again, I've never had to look at the signs because that's what you're supposed to do. And lastly, unfamiliarity with the new law or new rule is not an excuse. Folks, again, I didn't know this had changed. And some of you listening are shaking your head at me like I didn't know it changed either. I don't know where I was at when the law changed that you could do a rolling stop through a red light. I, I you know, right turn on red. I, 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 I guess I'm so dumb. I never knew the law changed or the rule changed. I, I've, I've, I've lived a very, very sheltered life. And this proves it because I drive a lot. But somehow, some way, I missed the class that day when it was when it's now okay to roll through a stop sign or a stoplight. I I again I stand corrected because I guess I was out that day because I never knew it changed. Now, for all of you that have always done this like me, don't worry about anything I just said. You're fine, not gonna affect you. You've been doing it the way you're supposed to be doing it this entire time, doesn't affect you. I guess those of you that have been doing this. This is now going to be a habit you need to break because you, now get, you may now get a ticket for doing this. Now, I will say this. I had seen drivers over the years do this. I've even talked about this on air. I guess I never understood that the rule changed and you weren't going to get a ticket for doing so. Yeah, Charlie says it's called the California stop. I, I guess, Charlie, as time went by, that became the rule and I missed it. All these years, I've been coming to a complete stop no matter what. I guess it's why the guy behind me has gotten really irritated because I stop at the... And I drive fast, guys, so I'm not that slow driver, but I have always, always, always stopped at a red light when you're turning red. Look both ways. Anybody coming, then I... I've never done rolling stops. It's just... It's not... Now, I say never have done, and the reason why, by the way, I know this law was the way it was way back in the day. I wasn't more than probably 22 years of age. I was going to work one morning, and I made a right turn at a stop sign, four-way, where I, in fact, stopped, but there was a rookie cop they were training that day that said I didn't. I lost, paid a ticket. So I know for a fact that at one point in time, this was the law. I'll take a break. We'll get to Richard here in a moment. Golden Eagle Financial is next. Make sure Al Smith is your partner with your finances moving forward, especially here in 2024. Call Al today. Find him at klzradio.com. You wouldn't plan a family vacation at the last minute. And Al Smith of Golden Eagle Financial wants to make sure you don't plan your retirement last minute either. There are hundreds of systems and apps that promise to make you big returns fast. 
but those miss all of the contingencies and unknowns in your post-work world. Al considers things like long-term care, family needs, giving to charity, and everything else you care about. He gets to know you and customizes your plan to your wants and needs. If you want to travel, donate, volunteer, or even build a sailboat, whatever your specific desires are, you need someone experienced to lead you around potential pitfalls and traps. Don't take your future into your own hands. Trust someone to guide you through it so you don't just retire. You retire on your terms. Just go to klzradio.com money to start strategizing today. Investment advisory services offered through Brookstone Capital Management, LLC, a registered investment advisor. BCM and Golden Eagle Financial Limited are independent of each other. Insurance products and services are not offered through BCM, but are offered and sold through individually licensed and appointed agents. For the Buttress Mortgage, our Monday Mortgage Minute, Kurt will be calling in at 5 o'clock. We'll get an update from him. In the meantime, his direct line, 720-895-0500. Got too much debt but a low rate on your mortgage? Worried that rates aren't going to go down fast enough? Need relief now? Take AIM, Affordable Interest Mortgage, 720-895-0500. Before your property tax and homeowner insurance goes up, we can help you lower your monthly payments, pay off your debt, and lower the amount of interest you pay. We have been changing lives in Colorado for over 20 years. Take AIM, 720-895-0500, and let our experience continue to save you money. Want to downsize but can't qualify with a current mortgage and a new one? Been told you have to sell your house for the down payment? That debt ratio is too high? We can help. Take AIM, 720-895-0500. Use your equity for the down payment and debts, qualify only on the new mortgage payment, and have no more contingency offers. Take AIM, Affordable Interest Mortgage. Our experience can save you money. 720-895-0500. That's 720-895-0500. NMLS 298-191, regulated by DORA, equal credit lender. Hey, remodel projects can be daunting. Make sure you've got the right team on your side. Premier Home Remodels, give them a call today. Find them at klzradio.com. Don't just hire any remodeling company. Bring in the team of experts from Premier Home Remodels. A handyman in most cases is not licensed nor insured. He cannot address the precise design and detail that Premier can. You need to rely on Premier's trusted design build team that will work through the many layers a remodeling project presents. Their team of specialized tradesmen know the structural issues that can arise and they are the problem solvers to fix it. Premier's network of vetted and insured experts also allows them to quickly resolve the issue with the right specialist right away. Premier insists on doing right by you, so they always have the correct fix for every issue. For all of your interior and exterior home improvements, work with the trusted and experienced team, Premier Home Remodels, by going to klzradio.com slash remodel. That's klzradio.com slash remodel. Now, back to Rush to Reason, presented by High Five Plumbing, where every call ends with a high five. And we are back. Rush to Reason, Denver's Afternoon Rush, KLZ 560. My son Richard joining me now. Okay, Richard, there's a lot of, after the games yesterday, a lot of folks out there thinking the NFL is rigged because the only reason the Chiefs won is because Kelsey has to be continue, you know, has to continue to work for Pfizer. And, of course, Joe Biden needs Taylor Swift on his side to win an election. That's the only reason the Chiefs won. Your thoughts? Well, I don't believe 
that they are wrong and that the NFL would love Taylor Swift to continue to be a hot story. She's, I think they did the math, and she's been worth like $300 million to the NFL and, um, and Kansas City, so I don't think they're going to complain. Uh, Mr. Pfizer, yes, you know, Pfizer keeps getting that, although you've noticed how those ads have sort of uh, decreased lately and they've gone more towards, I think he's doing some State Farm stuff and just some other advertisements of late, which is, is intriguing to say. But no, Dad, as much as people in today's world want to think everything is rigged, and the world is against everything that us conservatives want. It's just not the case. And, in fact, the Chiefs on Sunday were, were the more disciplined team, and they were the team that were the, they acted like the defending champs. We'll just say that, right? And, and they did do that, again, as much as people. And, and here's the deal, Dad. There is not a fan base around or people around that wants the Chiefs to lose more than you and I. Right. I will say that with the strongest of convictions. But what this and, and here's the deal: I don't even think that Mahomes played an amazing game yesterday. I mean, he they really played terrible in the second half, which is more of an indictment on the Ravens not being able to yep. win that game than anything. Which yeah, they, I mean, I watched the game. I didn't watch every single play, but but Richard, I watched enough of that game to know that. It'd be pretty hard for – I mean, the only way that game was rigged if is somebody got the Ravens to just lay down and die. But, frankly, the Ravens it showed yesterday just aren't as good of a team, period. They Well, and here's the deal. And Andy and I kind of talked about this on Friday while you were gone. Well, I, I told folks, Lamar Jackson worries me, the Ravens quarterback, because he's never been known to be that pocket passer, you know, win from the pocket right. sort of a guy. That showed yesterday. Sort of – well, it sort of did show that yesterday, and that's semi what's a little bit concerning. And uh, he, ultimately, the Chiefs are really good. Mahomes, as as much as this pains me, and obviously when when this is must be what the Jets and and Dolphins and Bills fans felt like with Brady for all those years, everything goes through Mahomes. I mean, the dude is just really, really good. Now, what happens when Kelsey retires and Andy Reid retires here in how many years? You know, I think that's up for debate. But until then, he's the king, and you can't hardly, you know, you got to stop the king, got to beat the king, right? You got to beat the champs in order to win. And this is a prime thing for the, for the 49ers. All of us are going to be 49er fans for the next several weeks for a variety of reasons, right? Kyle Shanahan being Mike Shanahan's son is one of them, and obviously Christian McCaffrey, the son of Ed McCaffrey, who is Colorado's own, you know, the best running back in the league. Is obviously you know kind of vying for his first championship, so that would be fun. And and Dad, kind of speaking of you know better teams, more disciplined teams. You and I were talking earlier, right? To the to the second game, right? The Lions and the 49ers. Because if you watched the first half, first half of the Lions 49ers game, you would have thought that man, this yep. is going to be the first time the city of Detroit has anything yep. to celebrate. And yep. and and for me, that that it was it was exciting. I was, and honestly, actually, my wife turned to me and said, uh, "How much would you put on?" This was the start of the third quarter. How much would you put on the Lions right now to win the game? And I said a hundred dollars because the the 49ers are their offense is not built to come from behind, and the 49ers as a whole just haven't done it under Shanahan. Right? right? They, they just right. They, they haven't done it. And and I feel like you know you and I talked about it. I like the Lions. I like their coach. Kind of his mentality is a little bit old school. You're us against the world deal. But he just kind of and he here's the deal. 
he's gone for it on fourth down yep. all year. For he, but, those are, watch, but in a game like yesterday, those were huge mistakes. Take the points. Correct. And, and, and for folks that didn't watch, basically the Lions had, I think, two or three opportunities. Two. They had like fourth and three. They could have either kicked the field goal or gone for it. And they went for it each time. They didn't make it both times. And so it was a, basically a lot of people are questioning that situation. And a lot happened, right? That, you know, the 49ers are still a team. They still did go down and score. The Lions, you know, gave – they fumbled the ball away. and They did a few other things. But you just wonder if he had gotten those – if he had kicked those field goals and made both of them, right? You know, there's right. still the possibility – Yeah, there's still the possibility you miss. But even if he got one of those, would it have changed the outcome? You don't know. Well, in, th- in theory, the game was a three-point loss for the Lions. Now, granted, the 49ers would have played things differently, and I get right. all of things that. Things change. I, yeah, those I get were, that, too. Yep, the, your game plan they, as a coach changes when those things happen. But, again, you you don't know because you didn't. Well, precisely, right? You don't know. You, exactly, you don't know what would have happened because of that. But, and, and ultimately, that I think that I think Lions fans are mostly okay. Again, he, he sort of went down swinging. You know, trying right. kind of his darndest. I, I, I'm I'm semi glad because I think that. Well, here's the. I think Kansas City may win regardless of which team is there. Although again, I think the 49ers have got a better chance. Well, I think it's a pretty. Good, I think both. I think it's a better game than you think. Well, and it but could you're be. the my, but my you're concern. the expert there, not me. Well, not not quite an expert. I just watch it way too often or way too much, or however you want to say it. To me, the 49ers don't have a great defense, which is concerning. Yeah. And but then again, this is a down year for Mahomes, and so if the 49ers can sort of play keep away, which is what the Broncos did yep. when they won their game here, right? They played yep. they played keep away, they forced Mahomes into mistakes, um, and, and if you can do that, I think they've actually got a really good chance and a really good shot. But ultimately, we'll see. You know, with two weeks to prepare, but the NFL sort of gets a dream matchup because you're going to get lost. And, and here's the deal, Dad, and I know my my wife is one of them. There's a lot of people that don't really like that Taylor Swift is involved in that sort of thing. But from a business standpoint, and that's usually what you and I talk about on this show, right? Not even personal opinion, but business. The NFL loves it because it's bringing a It brings a whole other set of fans to the table that wouldn't be there otherwise. Uh, There's a lot of little girl eyeballs that are watching football that the NFL can say, oh, if we can get these girls, whether these girls play flag football or not, the NFL does not care, right? That's right. They want them to watch That's right. the game, right? Because more eyeballs means more money for advertisers, right? And and, adverti- and I think, you know, obviously, and maybe we'll get into that next week a little bit, Dad. We'll talk about the business of the Super Bowl because some of the commercials will start coming out next week. Good point. Some of the ads, yeah, and, and we'll have to go over you know, kind of the cost of some of that. But ultimately, that's what the NFL is worried about, right? That they want as many eyeballs on their product as possible because that trans eyeballs translate to money, and, and that's really where they're coming from. So again, I know a lot of people out there are sick of it, and trust me, folks, I'm about as sick of the Chiefs as you can imagine, and I don't want them to win another one, and I don't want them to win a back to back at the very, very least because there's only been a few teams that have won a back-to-back game. And to me, it's an honor that the Broncos are one of, I think it's only three, two or three, or, no, or four. I think it's the Steelers, the 49ers, the Cowboys, and the Broncos, if I'm not mistaken. I could, oh, and the Patriots now. So what about the, the Packers? Teams. Did the Packers not win back-to-back? I don't uh, Maybe early on. Andy would know that better than I. Maybe early on. I, just, I, I feel like the Steelers did. I feel like the Cowboys did. I feel like the Niners did. Um, and obviously the Broncos and then the Patriots. It's one of the things when Brady was winning all those Super Bowls that I sort of held out hope 
that he would never do, but he inevitably did. And Packers, Dolphins, Steelers, time. 49ers, Cowboys. I know Broncos are I in there as well. I mean, that should so be missed, about so missed, it. So I missed the interesting the Dolphins. I didn't realize the Dolphins did. So I no, back the in the day, they were really good. Yeah, back in the day. And they did, and, and, and the Packers. So, but again, there's only been a handful of teams. Yes, there is. That's right. Out of all the teams, that's and not so, many. No, exactly. So it, it'll be fun. It'll be interesting, Dad. It was it was good. You know, kind of a good end or to the to the season. I feel like again, all, the NFL wants good games. They don't want officiating involved. And why you can where you can argue there was some questionable calls against you know for the Chiefs yesterday. I also think there's some questionable calls against them. Same vice versa. So again. Weeks, yeah, I don't we'll think either. I don't. I don't think either game came down to a really bad officiating. Yeah, there were some things that, to your point that went both ways. Again, I, I didn't watch every play, but I watched enough where I could see some of those, and you know, kind of watching it on and off. And some of that was even in the airport, and watched the very, I think, the last quarter on the plane itself, uh, coming back and of the Lions game. And you're right. I mean, the Lions. I mean, again, you don't know how that would have turned out had they done things a little bit differently. You know, in my opinion. And I, you know, not that I trust the NFL completely because I, I don't. I just don't. I don't trust the, the organization like I once did. But were either one of those games yesterday fixed? No, they weren't. Well, and ultimately, Dad, the NFL wants that. The NFL wants they, they want the game to be officiated fairly. They don't want it to be one-sided. And they want it to come down to the players, which team and which players make plays and make the best plays, you know, at the most opportune times. And I think that's what happens. So hopefully that's what happens in the Super Bowl. We'll talk about it a little bit more next week. And, again, I think next week, Dad, let's get into the business yeah, of the Super Bowl, especially the first Super Bowl, Dad, in Las Vegas. It'll be fascinating. All right, we'll be back in a moment. Ridgeline Auto Brokers is next. I talk a lot about Barrett-Jackson and the auction and all of that earlier. Might have a chance with Richard to even recap a little bit more of that. But if you're looking for a new used car, we've got a second location going in up in Fort Collins as we speak as well. The phone number is 303-442-4141 or go to RidgelineAutobrokers.com. Are you in the market for a reliable car that won't break the bank? Drive Radio sponsor, Ridgeline Auto Brokers specializes in quality used cars that cost between fifteen dollars to $25,000, making them a great option for first-time drivers or anyone looking for a good deal. They pride themselves on providing a transparent and hassle-free car buying experience. That's why at Ridgeline, they never charge a dealer fee. Plus, all vehicles are inspected by Legacy Automotive, a Colorado Select member and sponsor of Drive Radio. For a limited time, they are offering first-time customers the first oil change for only $1. Every car comes with a 30-day warranty, with the option to purchase a service contract. And at Ridgeline Auto Brokers, there are competitive financing options to fit your budget. If you cannot make it to the dealership in person, there are videos of all Ridgeline cars for sale on their website at RidgelineAutoBrokers.com. Call today at 303-442-4141 to schedule a test drive or visit RidgelineAutoBrokers.com. Ridgeline Auto Brokers, the smartest way to buy a car. Make sure that your business is protected from cybersecurity and do it the right way. Not some funky software you know nothing about, but have it done correctly to where you know you're fully protected. John the Cyber Guy. Find him at cyberguy.net. John the Cyber Guy is keenly aware that there are bad people out there who want to steal your company's data and money. You hear about it all the time. 
a hacker steals sensitive customer information and demands a ransom before leaking it to the public or selling it on the dark web. Or a hacker enters a company's private network through an employee's home computer. The cost of ransomware and the associated loss of reputation from these attacks can cripple your business. John Kanata, the cyber guy, will protect your business and your customers from these bad actors. He and his team know the complex and ever-changing world of cybersecurity. They'll monitor your systems and protect your business from security threats around the clock. And they can do it at a price that works with your small business budget. Wondering if your business is vulnerable to the latest threats? Talk to John the Cyber Guy today to find out what they can do to properly protect your business. Go to klzradio.com slash cyber or call 720-593-6688. All right, Cub Creek Heating and Air Conditioning, where they want to take care of you in all of your heating and AC needs. They've got... Uh, very great financing, 25 months, no interest. Give them a call today. Find them at klzradio.com. Ream Pro Partners Cub Creek Heating and AC are serious about keeping you safe from poisons like carbon monoxide. Your furnace creates carbon monoxide and over the years can develop leaks and cracks that put your family in danger. The worst part? You probably won't know because carbon monoxide is colorless, odorless, and undetectable without special detectors that Cub Creek will give you for free. Carbon monoxide poisoning can cause nervous system issues, chronic illness, and even death. That's why Cub Creek is giving you a free carbon monoxide detector just for having them over to service your furnace. You might already have detectors on your smoke alarms, but those are on the ceiling, and carbon monoxide gas is heavier than air. So typically, it doesn't go anywhere near your ceiling. Cub Creek has openings available now. So go to klzradio.com slash HVAC to schedule and get your free detector today. This is Josh with Business Equipment Service. Here's a message from one of our satisfied customers. Susan at Premier Manufacturing says, In the two-plus years I've been with Premier Manufacturing, my interaction with BES has been nothing but positive. When we have a service issue, they do their best to have someone sent out that same day, and the service people have always been friendly, efficient, and professional. If you are looking into purchasing office equipment or have a problem with equipment you currently have, give us a call at 303-825-5664. We don't yell at you. We inform you. Now, back to Rush to Reason. And we are back. Rush to Reason, Denver's Afternoon Rush, KLZ 560. Thanks for joining us. Richard, you've driven a car recently that I wanted to talk about today as well. What is the car? Yeah, Dad, I'm actually you know driving it right now. So this is the 2023 Toyota BZ4X. Yes, the alphabet is being fully used there. BZ4X, all-wheel drive, drive limited. Dad, this is Toyota's first EV. This is their first fully electric vehicle okay. that they have put out and produced, which some people are surprised at, right? They thought that Toyota should have, have led the market. But if you listen to us for long enough now, by now, folks, you know that their main focus has been on their hybrid technology, which Correct. is really, really phenomenal. And so this was interesting to kind of get in to drive this car and, and really um, get a feel for it. Um, driver front-wheel drive models, if you go for the front-wheel drive, it's got like 250 miles of range, they say. All-wheel drive is, is, is less than that, obviously, because you're obviously, you know, turning four 
um, wheels as compared to two. Right. Real world testing data, I, I can tell you, I was telling you earlier today, I'm closer to the 200 mile range. And now, again, we are in the late stages of January here in Colorado. Right. Um, but we haven't had extremely cold weather, right? We're actually in a relatively True. nice streak right now. And so you would have expected that figure to go up. Um, has that hampered me at all? No. Um, I've been, I've got a chart, you know, level two charger at home that I'm able to, to charge up at night and, and, and kind of restock. And I would say for this car, dad, and honestly with most EVs, you have to have a charger at home. You cannot rely on, you know, a normal 110 outlet, right? You, you've got to get a, a professional installed. And this vehicle is no different. Not good, bad, or otherwise. We're just giving you the facts and you can do with that as you will. As far as driving goes, dad, in terms of, other vehicles they design this vehicle to sort of drive um i guess kind of like a normal car right it doesn't have one driving so you can't just let up on the pedal and on a lot of evs folks it'll actually slow you down to a complete stop this vehicle doesn't have it it does have regenerative braking um, but it's more designed to sort of feel like a a more traditional car in that aspect of things dad um it does have room for four full-size adults i've been able to get in um, the kids in and out of it um, as far as kind of the back seat goes and kids as far as putting a full-size seat, i would be a little bit skeptical skeptical in it but taking the, the kids to and from school has been pretty easy it's got heated seats which is nice um dual zone climate control heated and ventilated seats heated steering wheel all of the amenities dad plus some other fun features that, that an EV does have and, and that are kind of fun and getting used to. Um, I would say that for its first foray into um, the EV world, I think Toyota is giving it a little bit of its Toyota flair where they're going simplicity okay. and not quite as high tech as some of the other competitors on the market. And some of you that really like EVs are going to say, I don't like that. But maybe that for folks who are just getting into EVs, this car is going to feel a little bit more um, and, and look more because it does not have a front because they put a lot of the battery and the technology and stuff up there. And, and by the way, folks, the reason manufacturers do that is because they can essentially create the, the look that it actually is a normal vehicle, which a right. lot of people like these days. Right. Um, and so I would say that, last thing, before we kind of get into our seal, price point on this vehicle, this vehicle as it sits, mind you, this is the limited data, which is the top of the line, can't really go any higher. 52588 with destination that's not including any tax credits or whatever might be out there and, and we don't ever talk about that on right. here because it's going to vary depending on where you are and, and, and you know who you are right. uh, in a lot of cases and so i encourage folks to check it out that i've enjoyed driving it a good foray is it, is it roughly richard really quick the size of a rav4 bigger smaller how does it compare is it more like a it's slightly, it's, in my opinion, I don't know the exact measurement, it's slightly smaller cabin-wise, but in total vehicle feel because of the EV, Dad, because it's got a flat floor and stuff, it feels about the same size as the RAV4. That's what I would say. Okay. Um, and, and I think that they've done a good job at maximizing its space, um, but it's not a big SUV by any means. But it's, it's fun to drive around. The EV's got the instantaneous torque. You can get up into traffic. It's not going to win you any speed competitions against other EVs by any stretch of the imagination. But it's first foray into the EV okay. world from Toyota. So for folks that want to learn more, head to Toyota's website. Check it out. Head to your local Toyota dealer. Um, test drive it if you're, if you're able to. And when you do that, let them know that John and Richard Rush from Rush to Reason and Drive Radio sent you. All right, really quick. Got a minute left. And always remember Charlie speaking in my ear when it comes to some of these things, when it comes to game fixings and things along those lines. And Charlie's very wise, and I take a lot of advice from him. 
And one thing that Charlie always says, Richard, and I think you would agree with this, if these games were fixed now or even some that have been in the past, the last year, this season, past season, especially with this group of individuals, people talk. You and I both know, Richard, if some of those things were actually going on, it would get out because those guys especially couldn't keep their mouths shut if that were the case. Am I right? A hundred, well, a hundred percent, Dad, and, and, and they're just there would be a lot more consistency. And why, Dad? Why wouldn't the a team who has never been to a Super Bowl before? I mean, you want to the, the ratings and the ticket True. prices for the amount of Detroit fans that would want to go go see that. You know, I mean, it just it would be out of this world. True. And obviously, I can't. And you broke up, but I think I got the drift. I'll let you go with that, Richard. You're breaking up. But, yeah, no, I think I got the drift of what he was saying there. It makes total sense. Level Engineering is up next. Alan Davis. And, again, rather than uh, talking to the guy at the mall or Costco or wherever about solar, talk to Alan instead. Find out if it's a good fit for you. Some of you that are in commercial buildings, I can tell you right now, it probably is. You just need to see with Alan how it works for you specifically. Find him at klzradio.com. Alan Davis with Level Engineering knows that the power company is not your friend, that they don't have your best interests at heart. Aside from getting your power back on during an outage, they do three ugly things. First, they install a smart meter on your home to charge you surge fees up to 300% during peak times. Next, they use some of your money to lobby public utility commissions to increase your bill. The power company tries to squeeze money out of you everywhere they can. But Alan Davis has the answer for you. Solar power will allow you to produce your own energy and get the power company out of your wallet. Call Alan Davis of Level Engineering to rid you and your family of the greedy power company and take a major step towards energy independence. You just need to reach out to Alan by going to klzradio.com slash solar for a free, no-obligation consultation. Now back to Rush to Reason on KLZ 560. All right, Rush to Reason, Denver's Afternoon Rush, KLZ 560. And I got a text message saying EVs are immoral, it's child labor. I cannot deny that, although everything else you use that has a lithium battery in it, you could say the same thing about. So if we're going to go ahead and, you know, draw straws, I guess pick your poison. Because at the end of the day, there's a lot of things we're using that would fit into that category Unfortunately, and no, I don't agree with it, but that just is what it is. We'll be back. Hour three is next. Rush to Reason, Denver's Afternoon Rush, KLZ 560.